podcast, we talk to thought leaders about feminine and masculine energy and how it shows up in our business, our parenting, and especially our relationships. We'll dig deep on any and all topics under the sun. Grab a coffee and buckle up. This is the She's the Owner podcast. Hey, everybody. It's the She's the Owner podcast. I'm your host, Kara McCarran, and this is episode 87. So welcome. Um, If you've been with me for a while, then welcome back. If you're new to the show, then welcome for the first time. So I'm going to chat today about the perfect time. What is the perfect time to start a business? I just had the most beautiful conversation. I'm just going to turn my heater off. Um, I just had the most beautiful conversation with a hopefully new client in the not too distant future. Uh, she's a mission-driven entrepreneur, and it was beautiful talking to her. It was I, I get so much juice out of those conversations. Um, it's crazy. So the the one thing that kept coming up was the perfect time, the perfect time, right? And this is something I hear often from from women who, especially women, who want to start businesses. Men tend not to think about this as often, right? Because in their minds, um, in their hunter mind, they just they're ready. So they, they go, not all of them, of course, but a lot of them will just get to that place of decision where they just want to take massive action and and off they go. And women are different. We tend to consider a million other things before we do what we want to really do with ourselves and our, and our lives. And that's, that's what I heard today. And so what my response really was, was first of all, if you have kids, ladies, is there ever a perfect time to have children? You know, we always, I mean, I always kind of revert back to, I'm a big uh, Friends TV show watcher. Every day before bed, I probably watch a couple episodes. And there's an episode where Monica and Chandler are talking about having kids. And she starts to kind of like flip out a bit, like about when the, the time is perfect. Or maybe it's even Chandler, actually, that's talking about the perfect time. Yeah, it is Chandler. And there isn't. Like, that's the big secret. There is no perfect time to a have kids. It's there's a a good time and a better time, but there's no perfect time, and there's no perfect time to start a business. Like there just isn't. the The decision has to be really. It has to come from you. It has to come from you having had enough of whatever it is you're doing, and like what I see commonly when it comes to mission-driven entrepreneurs is that because they are so heart-centric and about other people, they that tends to be where we live, right? Like I can't quit my job or I can't do the thing or I can't because my family needs me or the kids need me or the husband needs me or the blah, blah, blah needs me or parents. Like all of that, what ends up happening with that, and you guys know I'm obsessed with the fear of regret, um, concept where I don't want to be looking back and thinking, oh, I'm so happy I didn't. I'm so happy I played it safe. Like that to me is more scary than pretty much anything else. Like I, I don't care about failing. I've frick, I fail all the time. Like I, that stuff doesn't bother me. Me not taking action and not doing what I'm really meant to do while I'm on earth is what's fear that causes me fear and anxiety. But like when you're mission driven and you're not doing the thing that you want to do, you're robbing, truthfully, you're robbing other people of your gift, 
Like it comes, it really just comes down to that. There's nothing else to say about it. If you hold on to the thing, you know, you're meant to do. And I actually, I want to talk a bit about that as well. Um, like when you're holding on to that gift, you're not letting other people experience what you've been put here to do. So if I didn't lean into this and I get emotional talking about really my big why and my big why is I just don't believe people in their hearts men and women but in particular men at this case in this case I don't believe that if a man is in his heart he's going to fly an airplane into a building I don't believe that a man in his heart not in his head but in his heart is going to put his knee on a man's neck until he fucking dies I don't believe that men and women in their hearts sell children in sex trafficking. I don't believe that people in their hearts would hit their children. I don't believe that people in their hearts would sexually abuse children. I don't believe that even a man in his heart, like I saw yesterday at Ikea, by the way, it took me an hour to get through. They have an out like a parking lot line now, took me an hour. We all had to wait. This guy got out of his car and he just straight flipped out on a neighboring car. There was no good reason for it. It was just a guy blowing his top. But in his heart, he would never have done that. And it could potentially have turned into a fight. I thought it was actually going to turn into a fight, physical fight. But like my big why, and I sometimes have been called naive and... If you're not watching this on the video, I keep closing my eyes because that's really how I get connected really quick. But I don't believe that we are in our hearts predominantly in this world. And I sincerely do really think that the world's problems can be cured by getting in our hearts. Sounds simple. Sounds, I don't know, maybe childlike or something. I don't know. But like when I did Business Mastery with Tony Robbins... There was um, a project that he gives you where you have to come up with some type of product or some service that you are basically trying to get the other participants to buy into. And our project, there were six of us, I think. And I'm friends still with most of those people in my group. And that was like 2017. Our project was the hugs, like hugging people. So what did we do? We set up balloons. We bought balloons. We got t-shirts made. Like we went all out and we were like the hug patrol. And like, why did I, why did that come to my mind? Because when I was sitting at Business Mastery, I was emotional and I was crying and I kept thinking, wouldn't it be nice if there's somebody like that could just give me a hug? Like, like when you sit on like a bench even, right? Where like in school, a kid goes, sits on the friend bench and then the other kids know that that, that girl or boy is looking to have a friend come by. And I thought that's same thing, right? Like we're at this business thing, but if anyone's ever been to any Tony Robbins events or business mastery in particular, you know, it's not just all about business. It's a lot. It's, it's the psychology of the leader. So you dig deep on some shit that you didn't even think you were going to dig deep on. And there was moments where I thought, man, it'd be nice to have like one of those buddy benches or a buddy hug. And so we started the buddy hug movement at Business Mastery in Las Vegas. And I really believe that we can cure the world like that. 
Like all these men in political um, stations in life and, you know, all these corporations that are just profit over people and all, all those, like, I, I, I know, like, even when I say it, sometimes I think, man, really, I really believe that if we could just hug it out, get in our hearts, men become mature, masculine, women become, you know, mature and, and beautiful feminine energy. Like, I really think that if we all got there, the world would be a much better place. No, no one's ever all going to, like, it's not possible for the entire population to ever fully embrace this. I know that. But like, if more of us, and that's my big why is like, if I can teach women how to get back into their heart and surrender to their feminine divine, they can teach their children and their husbands. And then the husbands all of a sudden want to take care of and not take away, right? The husbands all of a sudden wants to be the hero. And if the husband wants to be the hero, then the, the owner of the company wants to be the hero. He's going to listen to his employees different. She's going to listen to her employees different. Like, I really believe, you know, you heal you and that's whatever core is your strength, What whatever core is who you are, like for me, feminine divine with a splash of alpha. But like, if I heal me, I can heal, help heal you. If you heal, then you can heal others. And then all of a sudden it's this like beautiful domino effect. You know, that's my big why. And when I think about my mission-driven entrepreneurs that I work with or ones that I want to work with, the world needs the thing that you have. And the more you deny that, the more you deny everybody. And that's not just bullshit talking like sunshine up your ass. Like I really believe that. I really believe that. Just as much as I believe what I'm doing has to be done. I can't unsee what I know about myself. And that's, you know, one of the things I I read this weekend was um, a post and uh, her name is Angie. And she wrote a post about sort of along those lines. And then I was inspired to write a post as well. And it's like, there's definitely days when I, when I think, fuck, like, I just want to be like, I don't want to have this, um, vision or this insatiable appetite to change things. I wish sometimes, just like sometimes I wish I didn't know what I know about food. You know, I could not, I could just be ignorant for a day. And I feel like sometimes I feel that way about me. I wish I could unsee what I know or unknow what I know I'm meant to do here. Cause it's a lot. Running your own company is a lot. It's a lot, but like I can never go back now. Like if I think about, you know, going and working for somebody else, especially in the last like three months, holy crap, there's no way. Like I would go back and I would feel like I'm wasting everything, the universe, spirit, God, whatever infinite intelligence has given me. And I do feel like it's, I've had, this is my gift. Not to sound, and I'm not, you know, it's like, I'm not better than anybody. I just know in in my body, this is what I'm here to do. I can't unsee that. I can't unsee what I'm meant to do. And sometimes that's tiring. Sometimes I get frustrated. Sometimes I think, wow, like, I want to just take a break from my own brain and just be okay with like doing the nine to five for a while. I'm not though. I can't, I've done it. I've done it so many times. And that's what I find too, with mission driven entrepreneurs is that especially the women, right? We like, we go back and we try to work because we know, we think, we think, we don't know, we think that's the pragmatic and that's the smart thing. And I have to support the family and my husband can go start the business or he can whatever. Like, 
that's what we do. But the scary part for me is like at the end of it all, if you didn't do what you fucking know you're here to do, that's going to feel a thousand times worse. I I talked with somebody this past week and she said that when her mom was sick and she was in her, you know, seventies, eighties, older woman, she looked at her daughter and said, like she had a whole host of, of problems in her, like she had a brain bleed basically and said, I've lived a shitty life and now I'm going to be a vegetable. Oh my God. Like what? I never want to say that. I don't want you to say that. I don't want you to live your whole life or the next two years thinking, fuck, I wasted it. Damn it. I knew I needed to do it then. I knew I had a mission. I knew I needed to get my word out there, but I didn't because blah, 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 excuse. Like, trust me, man. I'm, I'm like the queen of why I can't do that. Originally I was, but then I just, this, this thing in me, and I mean, maybe I wasn't actually, I, I can't, I can't actually say that I did use a lot of excuses. I sometimes probably moved quicker than I should have, but I've never, I've never, um, I mean, there's always the blind spots, right? There's always the excuses that come up that you don't really think are excuses, but really they are. Um, but yeah, like I just, uh, for me sitting, watching my life go by and not actually doing the thing is that keeps me up at night. Not how am I going to get clients? Not how am I going to help my clients? Like some of that stuff, of course, like I'm, uh, I want everything. I want to over deliver for every single person I ever talk to. But like the thing that really keeps me moving is the fear of regret not doing what I know I'm meant to do, you know? And so one of the ways I kind of overcame that was getting really honest about what I wanted. And one of the things I always do with my clients when I first start working with them is I have them write out their perfect day. So what does your perfect day look like? Who have you impacted? You know, what, what made your heart sing today? What made you feel so proud of yourself that at the end of the day, you could look back and be like, yeah, I, I slayed that day. I did exactly what I meant to do. So write it out. If that's if that's you and you're contemplating the job and you're contemplating the business and what do I do and when do I start and how does it have to look, write out your perfect day. Honestly, just start there. What does that look like for you? Who? What lives have you touched? What have you done for that day? What is your family doing? Where are they? Where do you live? What does it smell like in your house? What sounds do you hear? Is it sunny? Is it raining? Like what is your perfect day? Should be two or three pages minimum, right? But like write it out, write it out. Don't type it out, write it out and start there. Because when you start to look at your perfect day and you think, shit, I got to wait two, three, four years for that, shit starts to get real. It did for me. I hope it does for you. So that's it for today. You know, there's no perfect time to start a business. Now is when you should start it. People are waiting for your gift. All the, this, this is all to all of my mission-driven female entrepreneurs that are listening. Someone is waiting for your gift. And you're being kind of selfish holding on to it. Quit being a brat right? 
somebody needs to hear what you've gone through. Somebody needs to know, like I went, one of my calls that I had recently was, I, I talked about being a product of the foster care system. There's a foster kid out there who probably needs to hear that she's going to be okay. Right? So it's my responsibility to share that. Or I cannot and have them suffer and thinking there's something fucked up about them all their lives. Or that they couldn't do it because they were because they were a foster kid. <laughs> Bullshit. Share your gift. However that looks. Be brave about it, but don't hide it. Don't keep sitting on it waiting for a perfect time because that time will not come. You have to make it. But start out with your perfect day exercise. And um, if you want to share it with me, I would love, love, love to read it. You can send it to my email. So Kara at she's the owner.com. And, um, and I would happily read that and, and share that with you. But I hope you guys have a wonderful, wonderful day. And I will talk to you on the next episode. Bye. <laughs>